1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Pop Culture University podcast, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. What life lessons can we extract from these insane situations going on with these crazy celebrities to use for our own benefit? I'm your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Petty Pop Culture from Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. If it is your first time here, thank you so much for joining. Take a seat wherever you would like. We are the plastics. And you can sit with us, even if you're not wearing pink on a Wednesday. Um, super fun life update. I'm on spring break. Thank God this past week of school has been hellish. I'm so excited to have a break. I'm going to Tampa. Those are my wild spring break plans. We're going to party like it's spring breakers, like it's 22 Jump Streets. I'm actually going to see another TikToker in Tampa to have a fun uh, weekend. Adam the Flop, you may know him. He's a pretty big deal. Me and him actually like grew up together. We're friends, so... We're going to do influencer stuff in Tampa. If you have super fun, exciting plans, DM me with them. I would love to hear them. Uh, I love chatting with you guys. And I hope you guys, if you're not on spring break this week, it's coming soon. And you guys have a restful time because shit can get real at this time of the year. Very exhausting. The topics for today, by the way, are very exhausting. Mentally, emotionally, insane drama. Uh, The first topic we're going to talk about today is the whole catastrophe going on with the text conversation that has been posted between Kanye and Pete. Pete is throwing just as many below-the-bell digs at Kanye that Kanye usually throws at Pete. So you know shit is getting real. Pete finally stood up for himself, so it's like a whole new chapter. We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about how a lot of celebrities are like, Getting fucked up by COVID right now. Haley Bieber, Barack Obama, Justin Bieber, Michelle Obama. So much crazy shit is going on. And then we're going to talk about Kylie Kardashian's controversial comments about how women get blamed for cheating scandals and how she doesn't think that's right. Even though she had probably the most infamous cheating scandal where she blamed a woman for the whole problem. So we're going to talk about all of those topics. If you have not already, if you can just rate this podcast on Spotify, five star, you are already here. It would help me out so much. Apple Podcasts, if that's where you're listening, rate it there, leave a cute review. Um, we don't have any big like company pushing out this podcast or like any algorithm that can really help. So a big way you guys can help this podcast grow is by posting it on your Instagram story, texting a friend about it, sharing it with whoever, posting it on Twitter, really wherever would help so much. You can tag me in, and I always respond. I always see it at petty Pop Culture on Instagram, uh, at Patty Pop Culture on Twitter, I believe, or at Patty Eminger on Twitter. Either way, all would help. And yeah, let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to Pop Culture University, take your seats. You've never- The whole story I'm about to read to you is more dramatic than a William Shakespeare love story disaster. It's a modern day William Shakespeare tragedy. So let's just start from where we left off last podcast. As you guys probably know, you'll all know where we're starting off, even if you didn't listen to the last one. Kim Kardashian was finally proclaimed legally single. She's a single woman, free woman, dropped the last name, she's out. And I knew the second after she was proclaimed legally single, she was going to get way more public with Pete because Kim kind of gives me those traditional vibes where before she starts, you know, herself speaking about a new man, she wants to be completely cut off from the old one. She kind of did that with Kanye and Chris Humphreys. So that's what I knew she was going to do. And she did very much that. She posted a picture, her first ever photograph with Pete on her own Instagram with her like 300 million followers. And it's them like... Laying on the floor, like canoodling in a hotel. And the caption is, which car, like whose car should we take? Mine or yours? First of all, Kim, uh, like obviously yours. Pete does very well for himself. Well, let's be honest. You have like 30 beige cars. Um, So which one of those are you, you going to take? Anyway, also she edited the carpet in that Instagram photo to match her Instagram aesthetic. Like the carpet was completely different. She's so dedicated to the aesthetic. Anyway, that post pissed Kanye West off. And he came back with his own post directly calling him out in a very passive-aggressive way, I may add. He didn't call Kim out for the Instagram post, but he called Kim out for the TikTok and Northwest being on TikTok thing again. So Kanye saved the TikTok of North and Kim lip syncing to "Email Girl by Machine Gun Kelly and Willow. Machine Gun is uh, Pete Davidson's best friend, so I'm sure that kind of pissed him off too. But it's literally just like a hilarious video of North, Penelope, and Kim lip syncing to the song that's like, I'm in love with an emo girl. And it's like really cringy and they're all in like emo outfits. He posted it with the caption, I told y'all before about this TikTok stuff. Now my eight-year-old on here singing, she fell in love with an emo girl. Leftists don't want fathers to have no say in our children's lives. I don't want my kids at godless Sierra Canyon School. I got a voice and I'm not having this why does he sound like christian walker do you know who christian walker is that gay uh, like republican super on far right like uh outspoken political person on social media who like everyone hates connie just sounds like a whiny rightist bitch almost a little homophobic too saying that north can't say she's in love with an emo girl first of all north is emo and if she wants to be a lesbian who cares then because he didn't get a response from kim from the post For the first time, he took to a long-form video on Instagram where he is directly calling out North and Kim again. I'm just going to let you listen to the first half. It's like almost three minutes. Here's like the best part of the first half.
0: Hey, everybody. I just got off the phone with Kim. I told her to stop antagonizing me with this TikTok thing. I said it's never again. I am her father. I know y'all don't respect fathers and the idea of family and media tries to promote something. I said, I'm not allowing my daughter to be used by TikTok, to be used by Disney. Uh I have a say-so. And then when people say, oh, they're going to use this for you in court, I don't even, I didn't have a say-so on whether or not they went to Sierra Canyon. Most men do not, there's no such thing as 50-50 custody with with in society today that's not that's not even it always leans towards the mom but right now and i'm happy that you guys got to see just a small piece of what i dealt with
1: let's just dissect that first of all i guess he got kim's phone number back second of all he says that he will not let north be used by tiktok by hulu by disney when We know that's not what it's about. We know it's about the divorce. He doesn't care that North is being used. He's being care he cares that he isn't there to be used in the Hulu show and in the Disney show with North. That's what his real problem is. But he's coming at them, you know, with that masking his real issue he's being very passive aggressive about the whole thing he's used his kids in his like sunday service like videos that he's posted to his instagram he's consented to the kids being in keeping up with the kardashians he's consented to posting with them we know north posting was never really the issue here then he keeps talking about custody how kim isn't being fair and how dads in society like never have a say and i think he is reducing his small case study of an issue his family with all men and women in society i think First of all, Kim is being extremely fair. And if Kim is, you know, taking a little bit more of the custody, I think she's earned that with everything that he's been doing to her, not allowing her in her house. That's now just hers. I think it's totally fine. Throwing two separate birthday parties is totally fine. I think he is just trying to cause a bigger problem with his personal small issue, trying to make it a whole worldly problem. Um, I I think he has a little bit of a point with dads not getting as much of the custody as Moms, it it usually does favor the moms, but I think in each individual situation, if it's an amicable breakup, both parents are respectable, they can work something out where it is 50-50. I, for example, know this isn't true because my parents are divorced and I actually live with my dad and I have forever. Both my parents are amazing. Nothing wrong with them. I just live with my dad. That's what happened. So I know what he's saying. I think he has a little bit of a point, but not everything. Anyway, then he continues on the video talking about how um, still mad at the TikTok thing and a few examples about how Kim isn't letting the kids go to see him. Like he had a Sunday service that North was supposed to go to, and he booked a flight for all of the kids to fly from California to Florida to see the Sunday service. And the day of, Kim texted him and said North isn't coming. And that pissed him off. North didn't come to like a basketball game, and that pissed him off. But he's blaming Kim when in reality, North probably just wants to live her life as a, like a eight nine year old however old she is and hang out with her friends and not go to her dad's sunday service hearing him scream and cry on the microphone then he mentions about church he's so happy that you know he can bring his kids to church and his kids need church because like north is like kind of acting out a little first of all he stays calling out his kids he called them out easy you know calling them unruly and spoiled and they need to do chores and now he's calling them out in this situation he's basically saying that north is demonic for wanting to date an emo girl um and that They should start going to church, but honestly, but honestly, he needs to worry about North's demonic art more than her dating a girl. Have you seen the photo that Kim showed that North drew in her free time in Kim's Vogue video interview? It was literally a photo of North with her eyes like blacked out and her tongue like three times the length of a normal tongue, demonic ears like puking like black vomit like something that you would see in The Conjuring or Insidious. So I think he needs to worry about that with North, uh, not the fact that she's in love with an emo girl. But yeah, I don't think he should worry about North. I think the only person who needs an exorcism is him. Anyway, he doesn't like that Kim isn't sticking to the custody agreement and posted that video. Then next chapter, apparently Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson were laying in bed together when he posted that video today. And Pete saw the video and didn't like it. And finally decided to speak up for himself. And he got Connie's number from Kim and texted him. Now, I'm going to read you the text. Brace yourself. It's kind of long. They think they're on some Superman versus Batman shit. But it's really just embarrassing for them both. Okay, so here it is. This is Pete. Yo, it's Skeet. Can you please take a second and calm down? It's 8 a.m. And it don't got to be like this. Ooh, he spent the night. Kim is literally the best mother I've ever met. What she does for those kids is amazing and you are so fucking lucky that she's your kid's mom. I've decided I'm not going to let you treat us this way anymore and I'm done being quiet. Grow the fuck up. Kanye's response, because he likes to um, make himself the victim and try to gaslight other people, he said, oh, you're using profanity. Where are you right now? Oh my God. He was worried that they were together and he said, Pete responded to the question, in bed with your wife. I'm not kidding. Kanye posted these texts. Literally, and then he sent a selfie of him, just him, uh, laying in bed. Kim isn't in it, but he sent a selfie of himself with a peace sign, tongue out at Kanye. And Kanye responded, "Happy to see you're out of the hospital and rehab, bitch. If you want to talk about hospitalizations, Kanye. Anyway, P continued and said, Same here. It's wonders what those places do when you get help. You should try it. I'm in LA for the day if you want to stop being a little internet bitch boy and talk damn, damn, a little internet bitch boy. He called him out. Cause that's low key what Kanye is. Internet bitch boy with a big voice. Kanye can, uh, sorry, Pete continued. You don't scare me, bro. Your actions are so pussy and embarrassing. It's so sad to watch you ruin your legacy on the daily. Kanye said, you're more than welcome to come to Sunday service. You know, being condescending, saying like, oh, you should seek Jesus. Pete said, why don't we meet after Sunday service at the saints game i'll be at the beverly hills hotel we can have food and talk it out in my room privately one on one man to man what you are doing to your family is dangerous and going to scar them for life please handle those matters privately bro i beg you yeah for sure i mean they're already scarred for life kim said uh there's been like emotional distress for everyone so pete is totally right but oh my god if they met at the beverly hills hotel that would be the best content for the hulu show Ever, I would pay a premium price. I would pay like a pay-per-view WWE shit for that. Anyway, kind of continued. Kanye continued. You want to see me? Question mark. Come to Sunday service. Pete said, "This isn't public, dude. I'm not here for pictures or press, which is obviously all you care about." My offer stands. I wish you'd man up for once in your life. Interesting what Pete just said here. He said Kanye only cares about press. Kind of answering our long question: Is Pete and Kim for press? And no, he's saying they're not PR. So I guess we have that answer. He continued, let me help you, man. I struggle with mental stuff too. It's not an easy journey. You don't have to feel this way anymore. There's no shame in having a little help. You'll be so happy and at peace. You have no idea how nice I've been to you, despite your actions towards me. I think it's really big of Pete to still be gracious towards Kanye. After everything he's done, like he's beheaded him in a music video, like he's threatened him. He's given him such a vile, inappropriate nickname and he's still showing grace and having a little sympathy For him, which I think just proves how big of a person Pete is and probably why Kim's with him and not Kanye. Then Pete shared exactly how he's been nice to Kanye behind the scenes. He said, I've stopped SNL from talking about you or making fun of you, which they've wanted to do for months. I've stopped stand-up comedians from doing bits about you because I don't want the father of my girl's kids to look bad out there. I have your back even though you treat me like shit because I want everything to be smooth but if you continue to press me like you have for the past six months, I'm going to stop being nice per period. That is the absolute perfect, perfect response from Pete, the way he stood his ground so firmly and still put Kanye in his place. That was a beautiful, such like a manly grown, respectable response. He like said it in a way that Kanye will understand and got the point across very respectable, intelligent, aware response. And maybe that's why people like Pete. He's a smart guy, not a nice guy. Anyway, after those texts were leaked, um, people did some digging and realized in the photo that Pete sent to Kanye of him in bed, he 100% got Kim's name tattooed on his chest because even though it's slightly blurry, you can zoom in and see it's the fresh jet black ink, brand new, and it says Kim in all caps and it's on his like right peck over some of his old tattoos. I thought he was getting tattoo removal, but I guess, you know, it's okay for him to add that one. Add to the club of people who have uh, gotten tattooed on Pete Davidson. His ex is like Arna Grande. Maybe we'll have to cover it up one day, but maybe not. Anyway, after those text messages, Connie posted another video. And I'm going to play the best part of that as well. It's like a four minute long video. So the best part that happens is from minute three to four. So I'm going to tell you what goes on in the first three minutes. First, he kind of starts the video... Saying how taken aback he was by the Pete text, and said that he reached out to people for advice of what to do, and he said Tory Lanes of all people gave him the best advice after seeing the text. Why does he always hang out with trash men? Tory Lanes is the man who shot Megan The Stallion. He hangs out with Tristan Thompson, uh, Travis Scott, men who just absolutely don't know how to treat women at all. But he said he got the best advice from him, that was to talk to God. So he does that in the video. He closes his eyes as if he's praying that uh, to God. And he says that he prays that the narrative against him of being the problem and gaslighting and being a bad father goes away. And he prays that he can continue bringing people to God, including his children. He keeps calling them out. And he says, there's no reason they can't come to Sunday service this week. And he wants them all to show up, Pete, Kim, everyone. Um, And then he finally gets to directly responding to the Pete text and what he says is gonna blow your mind how he uh has the narrative twisted in his head.
0: At this point it's 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 going too far. God, please, the boyfriend texts me, antagonizing me, bragging about being in bed with my wife. I thought I thought it publicly for a year and a half has been I've been dragged and how she's not my wife. She don't have a last name. And now he texted me talking and bragging about how he's in bed with my wife. And I'm like, well, who's watching my children if he's texting me bragging about being in bed with my wife? And and I thought this wasn't my wife no more legally since I got the uh you know, I got the lawyer to finally finish the divorce because every time i finish this show the free hoover show the next day she dropping her last night every time i do some positive it's some negative that's coming i go and get the laptop from ray j then is she joking about divorce i go and get the lawyer change the lawyer so we can finally do the divorce and then somehow i'm the one that's the stalker god i just need to protect my ch- you protect the children
1: And that, you guys, is how you weaponize religion to seem like the better person and try to make yourself seem more high and mighty than those around you. Kanye West is the number one gaslighter in America. He's being antagonized by Kim and Pete. You cut off his head in a music video. Kanye West is gaslighting, gatekeeping, girlbossing. In that video, he's closing his eyes, trying to seem all holy, like he's praying for everyone. God knows the truth, Kanye, and so does everyone except you. And then he moves on to say that he finally got the divorce. Not the man who fired four divorce attorneys and sent her a truck full of roses saying that he finally got the divorce put through. And that's what he wanted. And he finally did this great thing for Kim that he was so eager and happy to do. You'd sooner convince me that the earth is flat. than Kanye West was the one who wanted the divorce. Mr. Narcissist is creating a whole new narrative. Imagine how tired Kim is. Oh, wait, she doesn't get tired. She works her ass off 24-7. I forgot. But the only person who needs to go to church is you, Kanye. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Of all the shit Kanye has said about skeet today, it definitely exploded the most. Kanye's been on social media ranting about everything all day. So don't you guys think it's interesting that Pete is like poking the bear in a way? Like, why would he do that? I know he wants to stand up for Kim, but texting him directly saying those things is like, I don't know. I, I I don't even know if I would stand up for myself against Kanye in such a direct way. I would maybe say something more like stern and like short and proper. But honestly, good for Pete having that big dick energy standing up to him. Um, he said he's not scared of him, too. And Kanye today was kind of like talking about murdering a few people on his Instagram. Um, he, uh, he talked about murdering D.L. Hewley who was like an old actor or something who spoke out against him. He said to DL, I can afford to hurt you. And he called out media personalities like Perez Hilton and Charlamagne, the God saying, anyone else want to play with me? Please, please, please for the love of God, come and get me and let's see how it turns out. And then people were like commenting. Oh, he also asked for someone's address to murder, to seemingly murder them. So people were commenting like, Hey, like don't say this publicly. Don't ask for someone's address. You don't want to get caught up in legal action. So why would Pete antagonize him on all days of today, knowing that like he's in like a murderous mood? Because if Kanye really is a narcissist, like he wouldn't really feel bad about murdering Pete. And we already know he wants to. So I think it was a bold br- but brave move by Pete. Um, D- D.L. Hewley actually responded to Kanye and said, hmm, ain't it weird that hashtag Kanye supposedly has all these goons who will kill for him, but none of them will get his prescriptions filled? Um, which was fucking amazing. Anyway... We all thought Kim and Kanye were going to be here, like, together forever, be a modern-day love story. But these people had a worse ending than Romeo and Juliet. Um, so, yeah, it's unfortunate. Anyway, this all ended with Kanye going to a basketball game uh, last night. Um, you know, saying he's the innocent one who's just trying to move on with his life. Then he goes to a basketball game courtside with his Kim Kardashian body stand-in look-alike. Um, who, which one they probably... Hook up. He probably says Kim's name in her ear. Yeah. So that's how we ended the day. He went to a basketball game with his Kim Kardashian lookalike, trying to say he's not the stalker. He's the innocent one. Absolutely not. The proof is in the pudding. You're just in denial and a gaslighter. Should I try to get Kanye's attention? Because he's like calling out all these like media personalities. Like, should I say something provocative to get his attention? What should I say? Should I tweet that Skims is better than Yeezy? Should I tweet that Pete Davidson should be the new dad of his four kids? I kind of want his attention, but at the same time, I don't want that smoke. Anyway, what can we learn from this? The difference between husband material and not husband material, and I think that's very evident here. Kim is choosing Pete over Kanye for a reason. Pete is showing us how to be a real man and how to be a steady hand that you can actually rely on, showing us how to be a man who can actually support his wife. And actually be there for her and actually provide what she needs. Whereas Kanye can provide her all the materialistic status money in the world. But he can never provide her what she actually wants which is stability and a real man to be with.
0: Hey, bitch, I could be a fantasy. I could tell you got big, deep energy. It ain't too many niggas that can handle me. But I might let you try it out the Hennessy. Make them sign to this pussy like a melody. And if you're bitch, chain ain't right, I got the remedy. It ain't too many niggas that can handle me. Hey, bitch, I could be hey, a fantasy. Hey, hey, hey.
1: Before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique and what works for someone else doesn't always work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, showing you to work towards goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom Weight users finish the program and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for more than a year which is like unheard of amazing so start building better habits for healthier long-term results sign up for your free trial at noom.com slash believe again that's noom n-o-o-m com slash believe b-l-e-a-v is your skin left cracked after the long winter that we just had I know mine is. I'm feeling dry and dehydrated and just all around not satisfied with how dry my skin is right now. Luckily, now we can quench our thirsty skin and leave it feeling satin smooth with Whey Melrose Place Body Cream. It's fast-absorbing to nourish your skin when you need it. It's hydrating that lasts and prevents dryness. It's high-quality and nourishing ingredients like squalene, coconut oil, and kupa Asu butter leave you looking silky fresh. Or you can turn your shower into an escape with the gentle skin softening Whey Melrose Body Place cleanser. It balances your skin without stripping it or leaving it of unwanted residue. Gently cleanses and nourishes at the same time with a luxurious lather. It has a bunch of skin softening oils that are high quality and nourishing, like rosehip oil and jojoba seed oil. Super amazing. Experience the new way Melrose Place Body Cream and Body Cleanser Your Body Your Way. Go to the Way.com, T H E O U A I dot and use the code believe to get 50% off your entire purchase. That's 50% off your entire order at t-h-e-o-u-a-i.com code bleve. your, call. I'll call
0: your mom. You should have paid my rent. Go get your fucking job.
1: Khloe Kardashian is also a contender for the Gaslighter of the Year because of what she said about how women and men are treated differently in cheating situations. So in the now infamous Variety interview with Kim just told us all to get off of our lazy asses and work if we want to be a billionaire just like her, Khloe said, uh, talking about her whole Tristan situation, you know, the cheating upon cheating, she said, if your significant other is doing something wrong, for the women to be blamed that's always been really hurtful for me i never really understood that tone deaf tone deaf tone deaf i guess she can also be nominated for most tone deaf kardashian of the year which that's a competitive category but anyway back in 2019 when her then boyfriend tristan thompson or Trashton thompson cheated on her with kylie jenner's ex-best friend jordan woods she completely blamed jordan if you remember um she was kind of like thinking that jordan was like Somehow seducing her taken man into cheating and it's solely her fault. And then she tweeted some really nasty things at um, Jordan. She said, Jordan Woods, why are you lying? If you're going to try and save yourself by going public instead of calling me privately to apologize first, at least be honest about your story. By the way, you are the reason my family broke up in all caps. The A-R-E is in all caps because Jordan was saying like Tristan kissed her, not the other way around. He initiated the whole thing and Chloe was like, no, that's not true, bitch. You are the reason my family broke up. And Jordan Woods was really trashed in the media as in like a really dehumanizing way because all the Kardashians ganged up on her and you know, Kylie cut her off. They talked about her on the show. They were like tweeting about her and liking posts about her and and the Kardashians' power like they can get you to be really destroyed in the media. And that's what they did to Jordan. And a lot of people actually came to Jordan's offense and were tweeting back at Chloe like how hypocritical that is. Uh, how is this women supporting women? It's not all her fault. And then that actually sparked Chloe to do another tweet the next day uh, back in 2019 when they were having this Twitter encounter. And she said, what's been harder and more painful is being hurt by someone so close to me. Someone whom I love and treated like a sister. But Jordan is not to be blamed for the breakup of my family. This was Tristan's fault. I mean, at this point, we know it isn't Jordan's fault (laughs) and that it's Tristan's fault because he's done it with so many other women both are responsible obviously but you know and jordan has to deal with her own consequences and her own you know life repercussions but the kardashians bullying her to the extreme saying it was all her fault is unfortunately not true and the bullying that she went through was definitely not okay on such a mass scale and the kardashians knew their power so if they're going to say oh women should support women why would they do that and at the end of the day chloe kardashian's man has cheated on her so many times they've been on and off more than the COVID restrictions you know what i'm saying we all know that it's tristan's fault So her saying she never understood that that women get blamed and that it's wrong just seems like bullshit to me. Tone deaf. At least she's realizing it now. Um, you know, back then she did apologize. So that's good. But I like that. She's changed her mindset. Now people kind of were just like, Oh, you know, it's Chloe speaking in the heat of the moment when she blamed Jordan and said that she is the reason her family broke up. Um, And then when she backtracked, people were like, see, now she's backtracking. She realized, but even if she said it in the heat of the moment, like, why would you say something in the heat of the moment on such a mass scale if you wouldn't say it all the time? You know, if you don't want to say it all the time, don't say it in the heat of the moment. So I think that's what we can learn from this. First of all, from Chloe herself, uh, women are not the sole reason to blame in an interaction of cheating between a man and a woman. Both parties are equally as responsible and society hate dumping the women and shaming the woman is a major problem in our society. And then second of all, if you wouldn't say something in the heat of the moment and bully someone like that and say something so uh irreplaceable or like uh irrevocable that you can't take back, don't say it at all. Not even in the heat of the moment. If you're offended by this soul, then you'll probably say, saying... boys will be
0: boys. The girls will be with me. When will we stop saying things? Cause they're all listening. No, the kids ain't alright. Oh, and they do what they say Cause it's on TV. No, the kids ain't alright.
1: will be, will be. Anyway, lastly... Two years after its birthday, COVID isn't getting tired with old age as it's still affecting people left and right, even the best of us, including two of America's favorite couples, Barack Obama and Michelle Obama and Justin and Haley Bieber. So it was just announced that Barack Obama has tested positive for COVID for the first time. This was big news and a big shock to people because restrictions are more lifted right now and he hasn't been infected before. So people were like, oh, my God, like... Obama um, is affected, but they they've revealed only a little bit about how he's actually doing. They said e- even though he currently uh, is isolating, he just has had an itchy throat for the for, for the first few days. And besides that, is feeling fine. So he's doing good. Just mild symptoms. He is vaccinated. And he said he's very thankful uh, to be vaccinated. They're not really giving us much more than that. They're kind of keeping Barack's COVID status more under wraps than the Queen of England's alive status, if you know what I mean. Um, So far, Michelle Obama does not have COVID because she gets outside for at least 30 minutes a day and eats her fruits and vegetables. Duh. If you guys stuck to the one hour of play a day thing, like Michelle said, you probably wouldn't have gotten COVID in the first place. Now get off your asses, bitch. Boss, Michelle Obama, like Fifth Harmony said. Anyway, now let's move on to Justin Haley. So they're getting fucked up by COVID this month. First of all, Justin finally started his tour that was supposed to start in 2020. You know, we had to wait two years, wait for COVID to pass, wait for restrictions to lighten, wait for the optimal time for everyone to be healthy. And then the third show, he gets COVID and has to cancel like the next few weeks of shows because obviously he can't perform on stage with COVID. So people were like, wow, like right when he goes back on tour, finally he gets COVID. Really, really bad luck there. You know, of course, it's kind of ironic that The second he goes back, he gets it in this time. But anyway, Haley Bieber had an even worse experience with COVID this week. It was literally insane. She had, okay, so on Thursday, Justin posted a photo of him and Haley just like holding hands, walking, and he said, can't keep this one down. And people were like, oh, cute, but what happened? And then yesterday, Haley answered our questions and she said, on Thursday morning, when I was sitting At a breakfast with my husband, I started having stroke-like symptoms and was taken to the hospital. They found out I had suffered a very small blood clot in my brain, which caused a small lack of oxygen. But my body had passed it on its own, and I recovered completely within a few hours. Although this was definitely one of the scariest moments I've ever been through, I'm home now and doing well. I'm so grateful and thankful to all the amazing doctors and nurses who took care of me. Thank you to everyone who has reached out with well wishes and concern, and for all of the support and love. Isn't that absolutely insane? She's such a young, like, healthy woman. I think she's only, like, 24. And, like, to have stroke-like symptoms is horrible. Like, stroke-like symptoms are no fucking joke. It's sudden numbness or weakness on one side of the body, sudden confusion, trouble seeing or speaking, your face drooping, severe headaches with no cause, just, like, overall weakness in the body. So insane and traumatizing. I would not be able to go through that and just, like, be fine the next few days i would be so on edge so like isolating like everyone already has health anxiety and i'm sure she does too and now that probably just makes it so much worse mentally i hope she's doing good like that's what i'm thinking about now thank god she recovered there was no permanent nerve damage or anything like that um yeah so people don't really know how this happened they never revealed if she had covid but something that covid has been known to do in a lot of people is cause um like damage to the brain, which can cause blood clots in the brain while you have COVID. So people were like, oh, Justin just had COVID. Maybe she is now experiencing COVID and this is what happened to her and she had a stroke. So what can we learn from these experiences? I think get vaccinated. If you haven't, luckily, everyone I just talked about is safe and okay. Maybe we can attribute that to the vaccination. So if you have not been vaccinated, please do it right now. It is never too late. If you're not boosted, it's not too late. Go get both. You will not regret it. Better safe than sorry. It's proven to work, people. Thank you for joining me at Pop Culture University today. I had such a good time hanging out and telling you guys all the tea. So crazy today, right? Lots of wild shit going on. If you enjoyed yourself, please leave us a five star on Spotify. It would help so much. You're already here. You may as well do so in the Apple Podcast Review, five star. Post it on your Instagram story. I will respond. Twitter. Tell your friends about it. Uh, should we re- review what we learned? So, from Kim, Kanye, and Pete, we learned the difference between husband material, a real man, and being not husband material, and a little boy. As we learned from Chloe, if you wouldn't say it all the time, don't say it in the heat of the moment. And women are not to be blamed, shamed, or defamed. See what I did there? In the public, in a cheating situation. Both people are guilty and despicable. <laughs> and then, lastly, from these celebrities with COVID get vaccinated y'all keep yourself safe and protected and that is it for the day i hope you have an amazing weekend and live life you know don't let them be able to say you, you didn't live life so that's my vibe this weekend i'm just gonna live life and i cannot wait to go to tampa and have the best time over spring break spring break should be two weeks in my opinion because one week is just not enough But anyway, have the best weekend and I will see you guys on Monday. Class dismissed. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V
0: on YouTube.